Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Hello everyone and welcome back to Welcome to the World Tomorrow and I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral and as always my very lovely co-host, Mr. Jim Strangepork. How's it going, buddy? It's going good, Admiral. How are you? I am excellent. And of course the Honorable Tesla's here with his antler getting rid of his uh, regular jackalope problem that we have around here. He likes to sharpen it so he can get more jackalopes. He holds little traps. He's like the Kevin McAllister. Yeah, gotta stab them all so you can eat them. Exactly. And they are jackalopes. Just to reference, they are jackalopes. Alright, so Jim, why don't you tell the good people what we do here? Absolutely. We are a Futurama fan podcast. We take it upon ourselves to watch every episode of the hit animated sci-fi series, Futurama. For free. Uh, For free. We are not yet paid. Uh, we will take every single episode, we will break it down, talk about, like, the plot of the episode, tell you kind of what happens, uh, we'll talk about some fun jokes and things like that, uh, and then we'll, we'll tell you things we went from the future, and some fun facts about each episode. And we do go in production order, mm-hmm. not broadcast order. Uh, for those of you listening along and watching on, you know, streaming services, or just going by your tapes from when you, you know, videotaped it all back in the day, you recorded it. Uh, you are going to be out of order if you go in broadcast order, which is what streaming services and, you know, broadcasts have. Uh, we do production order the way they were made, the way they were meant to be seen. Yeah, on the, so if you have the original DVD sets, I don't know about the Blu-ray sets or the DVD sets that were released after it was rebooted, but if you have the original DVDs, you're, you're right. Alright, so let's move right on to... Cyber House Rules! Original air date, April 1st, 2001. And the caption is, Please rise for the Futurama theme. Yes. Yes. And also the cartoon is Congo Jazz. I did not get the year. I think it's 1931. Don't have it over here, so. Okay. Well, we will... It's 1930, not 1931. Man! If I was on the prices right, I would have got it wrong. Yeah, you were a dollar over. Exactly. Or a year, whatever. All right, so let's just jump right in. We hear, we see Morbo and Linda, you know, having a nice little chat. And I love how Morbo's like, well, I will destroy you all. Yeah, I love that, that part of Morbo. Like he's always angry all the time or he's like. Like he's always about to unleash his plan to kill all humans. Yeah. Um, and then we basically, uh, they, um, I don't know what happens at this point, but I know there's a doorbell that rings. That's all I remember. Yeah, they're just kind of sitting there watching and the doorbell rings. Uh, and they, they find it's a doorbell baby. It's a doorbell baby. Uh, so, and I love how Bender just comes and smashes it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, hey, return to your anniversary. Or was it an anniversary? Was, oh, school reunion. A reunion for an orphanarium, which I didn't know that was a thing. I don't think it is. Oh. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I love how we get Bender's full name again. Yes. So, uh, and so then 
we go back to the orphanarium, which is, is what's the name of it? It's the Cookie... Cookieville Minimum Security Orphanarium. That's it. Which I love how they go minimum security. That's the part that I love the most. Yes. Uh, and I know you like this part a little bit better than me, so why don't you go ahead and take this part uh, right now with the, yeah. when they meet uh, the kids. So they walk into the, the orphanarium, and uh, is looking around at all like the bars on the window and everything, um, and Warden Vogel walks in. Wait, did you uh, like how she was like, oh, these bars used to be so much thicker when I was smaller? Yeah. I love that. Um, and Warden Vogel walks in. I love that he greets her by being like, you're worthless and you'll never be loved by anyone. Come here, you. You've always used to say that. <laughs> it's like, okay, oh. thanks, I think. Like, Yes. Um, and so, like, at the, the orphanage's, like, reunion, we see Fry and Bender, like, taking full advantage of the buffet, like, the gristle in a blanket and the popsicle sticks, which are very flavorful. Yeah. Um... And then, uh, Leela, they see, like, a class picture, and we, we kind of get, like, some, uh, flashbacks to how she was, like, bullied, because she only had one eye. All the other orphans, including the blind kid, uh, all make fun of her yeah. for having one eye. Which I like how she brought it up. She's like, well, you got, you're blind. Well, at least I got two. Yeah, they may not work, but at least I have two. Um, and so they, they find, like, her class picture on the wall. And uh, she, they point out the one kind of normal-looking kid who was Adlai Atkins, uh, the boy who she used to have a crush on. Yeah. But I like how before we see the adult version of Adelaide, everybody's, like, a complete, like, strung out on, like, meth or crack. Or they sleep yeah, the on... one guy who's selling whatever falls out of him, the teeth, the kidneys, or whatever. Yeah. I like how everybody's a complete, like, dirtbag. Yet Leela's, like, a respectable space starship captain. And they yeah, still... and they all are like, whatever, you still only have one eye. That's good for a person with one eye. Yeah. And the blind kid comes up, and he's like, oh, blah, blah, this. Uh, you know, and he's like, oh, you got one eye. And she's like, well, yeah, at least I'm a starship cat. Oh, he's deaf now, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He can't hear you. And then, at, uh, then is it Adelaide shows up? Adelaide Atkins comes up uh, and, and defends Leela and basically tells the others to leave her alone uh and then reveals that he's a doctor um a tall doctor as she points out um and we cut away from that to bender uh at the bar literally just one drink at a time like just refilling one while drinking the next and i love that so much that's the greatest gift by the way yeah we'll see uh, we'll see what happens can you can you do that can you do that at an open bar I mean, I'm sure if you can drink fast enough, sure. I'm gonna yeah. do that. Um, and while he's doing that, uh, Warden Vogel walks up and tries to tell him to adopt kids. No, t- uh, gives it to Fry. That's right, he tries to pitch Fry, uh, and talks about the, how they each come with a government stipend of $100 a week. And Fry, and Bender, like, gets the idea <coughs> to adopt them all. Um, and so Bender ends up adopting all of the orphans. And it, that is probably my favorite part of this entire episode is his side story. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so Adelaide, so they they, so Adelaide's there's the A story, and it goes off with Leela, right? 
Yeah, and he uh, he offers that he's now a plastic surgeon, basically. Mm-hmm. So he offers to basically give her a prosthetic eye so she can be normal. Right. Um, and then I think that's pretty much it for the Orphanarium. We cut back to the Planet Express. Yeah. And then we, uh, and then he, basically, everybody's okay with Leela getting this plastic surgery except Fry. Yeah. She's, uh, cause even, what was it, Amy was like, I got a cuteness reduct here and here. Yeah. And, uh, I love Zoidberg's part. He's like, he's like, since you're under the knife, you can get something to get escape, like an ink pouch. Yes. Uh, and then... And then Fry's like, look, I I have liked you ever since you were with one eye. You don't need to change for this guy. Like, you don't. Don't do this. You'll hate yourself. Blah, blah, blah. And so then, and I like the professor's like, do it, you know? Yeah. You're, he's basically like, you're a freak of nature. Just, yeah. Just do it. And then Hermes, I forgot what they said about Hermes. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Hermes doesn't really, like, he doesn't really chime in here, I don't think. Oh, okay. Alright. Uh, and then they they kind of do the, um, remember the Beauties in the Eye of the Beholder? Yeah. Reference they, from they Twilight? That at Taco Bellevue. Yeah. And they kind of, uh, you know, unlace uh, a, uh, a person and kind of find out it's not Leela. It's not. Yeah. Which, I like that it's not. Yeah, it's like this beautiful woman. They're like, "Oh wait, that's not Leela." Yeah, like I'm, gl- I'm glad you got. How did you get them mixed up? Like that's charts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then they go over and they unwrap it, and um, I like how he's immediately as her as they unwrap it, one of her eyes, like her her eye falls out. Yes. So they draw a marker on. Yes. Um, and then uh, she she learns to wink. And blink. Yes. And just in time to screw up Hermes' picture. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then we get kind of this montage of her, you know. Trying out her two eyes. Yeah. It's pretty... She got rid of all her monocles. Yes. Uh, and she's just wearing sunglasses and walking around. And then you have... With, like, binoculars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get, um... Who's... Uh, Mo, Larry, and Ernst. Is that the... Is that mom's boys? Yes. Well, we get those, and they react to her because they're like, oh, my God, a girl. Uh, yeah. And then the blind kid comes back, the blind kid. I like yes. how, and deaf, and she holds his hand up to her face, and he's all sad. He's like, oh. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut to, um, is it Bender? Well, we have the, the scene of her and uh, Amy. She's, like, learning to do her own makeup now. Oh, yeah, and I like how she does the mono, like a, you know, like yeah, she would have... Yeah, giant line across her face with the eyeshadow. And, uh, and Amy fixes it for her. Yes. Uh, and then we, oh, before that we get Adelaide shop stopping by, um, the Planet Express building, because he got one of his Hawaiian shirts toned down. Yes. Which it's like, why would you get them toned down? But okay. So then, uh, we... Uh, and then he does, the, you know, a checkup, which is very kind of unorthodox, I think. Like, wouldn't you do that in, like, a lab? Like, back in, you know, the, like, their, his office or something? Yeah, but, I mean, I guess since all he's really doing is, like, shining a flashlight in front of her. And hitting on her, I guess? Yeah. 
And hitting on her. Yeah. And uh, then Fry, uh, well, basically, I guess at this point, he's like, I like Leela. Leela likes me. She's not my patient anymore, so now I can ethically date her. Yes. Uh, and so then Fry, after he leaves, which I, I, I got to give it to credit for Fry. He waits till Adelaide leaves and then tells Leela that she's wrong. Yeah, he, he's very honorable. Yeah. As a guy. And he's like, look, you don't deserve him. I liked you for this. And basically, he's 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 preaching, like, to the choir at this point. He's just like, look. Yeah. I've liked you ever since I first met you, even with your one eye. Uh, and then um, and then after that, we, we, we go to Bender, right? When he has the kids. Is yeah, right? Bender comes in with all of the kids. Yeah. Is it in the bar yet, or no? No, he um he brings them to uh, work, I think, first, right? Oh, yeah, and his vendor's got about 12 kids. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, uh, it, this is funny. That's when he learns that they, uh, they're supposed to have names, and he renames them all of Bender Jr. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they go, yeah, that's right, they go to dinner. Yes. They go to dinner. Um. And we get nighttime fry again, you know, which I love the most. Yes. Uh, and they start, you know, doing their, uh, you know, talking about everything. And I love how uh, he uh, Zoidberg gets to use his ink pouch. Yes. Oh, the ink pouch is so great. Uh, and basically talking about how, you know, look, I'm happy because I'm with Adelaide, blah, 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 this. It's nice to be with a guy who truly likes me for who I am. And Fry, of course being like, look, alright, it's enough, I've liked you, like, basically, I, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but that's what they're, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. That's literally what's happening. I tried to hit on her and wants her to stop being normal. Yeah. And then Bender, uh, gets the check from, uh, Elzar, cause that, they're at Elzar's place again. Yes, cause it's the only restaurant they ever really go to. Apparently. Um, and so then they, you know, he does the whole, hey, uh, here's your check. And I like how he's like, Daddy Bender, can I go use the bathroom? What do you need to do? I need to make poop. And I love how he gets the, the check. <laughs> and he's like, well, you should have pooped before we had to run out for the check. Through the kitchen! Ah! And they run out. Yeah, and then basically, uh, basically Bender gets away with a free meal. Yeah, for all twelve kids. Yeah, and then uh, the the and then the ink pouch again at the very end because I think Adelaide leaves. Um. Yeah, Adelaide leaves, and uh, Fry makes a comment about like all of them and how uh, no one's normal. Right. And that's about, uh, um, and then it was, uh, something gets thrown at Zoidberg and that's why he goes into the ink pouch yeah. at it's, the end. I think this is the point where Fry, where Professor goes, yeah, and Fry, you have that brain thing. Yeah, that's what I got, that thing. No, no, it was, uh, cause he's talking about everything and when, uh, the Professor, cause I love the line, he's like, oh, cause they mentioned Hermes being, uh, the Rastafarian accountant and Tali Me Banana. But, uh, yeah, the professor points out, and he has that brain fried, that brain thing, and Fry's response is, I already did. Which it's, I think that's, that that's pop, obviously a reference to two episodes ago, did they, the Earth said stupid. I guess, 
but like at the same time, how would the professor have known that? Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. Uh, and so then, um, they all, then the ink pouch happens, and then they end up, uh, Bender's in the bar with the kids. Yeah. At Azorko's pub? It's always this pub that they they always go to. I mean, who needs another one, right? Yeah. And so then, uh, Bender basically lets the kids run free, and he's like, look, be free, do this, and he starts, be, uh, hitting on a floozy. Yes. Uh, and I love how the guy comes up, and he's like, He's like, hey, Daddy Bender, I love you. And then they all pile on him, and then the floozy's like, yeah, bye. Yeah, I I see you're busy or whatever. Yeah, but I like how she was, like, attracted to him because he had kids. Yes. Uh, And so then we go to uh, uh, Adelaide and Leela go on a date. Uh, And I like the bouquet tree that they go to. Yes, that uh, that hands them whatever bouquet, bouquet, and uh, everyone's like, "I need an extra beautiful bouquet for an extra beautiful girl." Yeah, average piece. Yeah, and it's just basically daisies. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then they talk about how dreamy they are to each other, which that's it. Yeah. Uh, and then. They go to bed. Yeah. I mean, well, not not Fry and Adelaide. I mean, sorry, Leela and Adelaide. I meant Bender and the kids. They go, they, they're at Bender's house. They're at the apartment. Yes. And they all kind of beat up on Fry for a second, which I find hysterical. Yes. They're like, dog pile on Fry! Um, and so then, um, you know, he tells them a story about the conviction, about... About how he got arrested? Yes. Because uh, that's their favorite story. Yes. Uh, and then he, you know, lets them go to bed, and he actually finds out he's losing more money keeping them than making more money. Yeah. Uh, which I like is a little accountant little hat that he wears. Yes. The little visor. Yeah. <clears throat> so ridiculous. Yeah. So... So, basically, Bender tries to sell the kids. As livestock? Yeah. Because he calls, like, uh, he calls a Chinese food restaurant, and he's like, look, I got, uh, how, how much did I weigh? And I like how he comes in, and he's like, ooh, is he huge? About 43 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's about to sell them off to the restaurant to kill and cook. Yeah. And so then Leela and Adelaide decide that they like hanging out together enough but they're not married just yet. But they decide to adopt together. Yeah, they want kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, it's kind of unorthodox. They've only been dating for about what? About three weeks to a month at the most? Yeah. And they want to adopt a kid together and they're not married? That's just. But whatever. Everybody's yeah. different. Uh, and so then. They decide to go to Bender's and pick out, you know, one of the kids. So they, so I like how they're like, oh, the warden used to line us up. And they lined him up, basically. And we're going through everybody. And <coughs> then the cops, it's a sting operation. Yeah, the cops just bust in and arrest them. Yeah, and I love how they arrest Fry, too. Yes, and the kids. Yeah. Uh, and they end up in the jail cell with 
I'll and be- I love the charges are like uh, like child abuse, um, you, you know, selling children as food and misrepresenting the weight of livestock. Exactly. 43 pounds. Uh, and so then it's it literally, literally it's Fry, Bender, and the kids are all in the jail cell. Yes. Uh, and so then we see that, um, is her name, um, Aza? What's the kid's name they decide to adapt? She's got an ear in her face and they call it. They yeah. b- I don't remember the name and I'm not seeing it. It's in my A-S-I-S. Oh. Okay. So basically the kids are making fun of her because she has an ear in her face. So what name do they come up with? Ear face. Yes. How original. Yep. I mean, you know. Yeah. So then, uh, so then Adelaide's like, look, we can adopt her if you want, but I'll give her a minor surgery so it can heal her up so she can be normal. So then Leela gets upset because she's like, look, she's perfect the way she is. You know, she doesn't need to be made up. And he's like, well, he kind of says, well, that's how you were. And you let me work on you. So she gets upset and she breaks up with him. And I love how Fry's happy at this point. Yeah, and she's just like, shut up, Fry. Yeah, and he's like, oh. Um, <laughs> and so then they get out of, uh, I don't know how they make bail, but I, it, is that ever established how they make bail? No, they do it a lot, though, so. Uh, so we go back to the orphanarium, and it's called the Bender B. Rodriguez Orphanarium. Yes, because Bender has donated all of the orphans back yes. along with the check. Exactly. Uh, and so then all the kids leave, uh, all the kids head back and they're like, look, daddy Bender, we made you this. And it's a drawing of Bender with the kids with a candy cane cigar. And I like how he points out, he's like, I don't even smoke candy canes. Yeah. I smoke a real cigar, you idiots. (laughs) Yeah. And so then, uh, he picks it up, he balls it up, throws it in his can, throws it in his chassis. The kids go away all upset, like, oh, and then Bender, it's about, it's about what? I counted it. I was thinking about two or three seconds. Bender unravels it, puts it in his chassis with a uh, magnet banana. Yes. Little, little magnet. Yeah, and then all the kids jump on him because they love him so much. Yeah. And then and, that's... Uh, and he argues about how much he hates them all. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, I hate you all! And that's the end. It cuts to black right there. Yeah. That's it. A nice, heartwarming, fun-filled episode. Yes. With children being sold as livestock. Yeah. Falsifying livestock. All right. So let's move on to... But but before we move on to things I want, Jim, why don't you tell the people what episode they need to check out next week to be ready for next week's episode? Yeah. Uh, So next week we will be reviewing um, Where the Buggalo Roam, which is actually season four, episode six, I believe, broadcast order. So, you definitely, you're going to have to jump for the next episode, but where the buggalo roam. Yes. All right, so things I want. Go ahead, Jim. What do you want? Oh, um, I want, I want messages and exploding baskets. That's right. Yes, I remember that. Because it did explode. Yes. It was like, this will self-destruct in three seconds. And I like how they, they jump away. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I I want an ink pouch. Yes. It's useful. Uh, and I don't want toned down Hawaiian shirts. I want toned up Hawaiian shirts. See, I don't know. 
I love a good Hawaiian shirt, but I kind of feel like a toned down one would be even more fun. No, I want a toned up Hawaiian shirt. I want all the color turned to 11. That's how bad I want this shirt to be toned up. This one goes to 11. Exactly. Exactly. Not many people get that reference. Oh, I love it. And then I want a bouquet tree. Oh, yeah, the bouquet tree was great. Yeah. And I would get Tessa like a beautiful, I was like, can I get, can I get a very stravagant, wonderful bouquet for Tesla? An average one for Patron? Here you go. <laughs> she would get so upset, but yeah. anything else from things I want? Uh, I think that's it for me. All right, let's move on to fun facts. So obviously, uh, the warden, what was his name again? Warden? Vogel? He is also in the bureau, he's a bureaucrat. Did you notice that? did realize that, yeah. Huh. Do you I know what his, Do you know what his badge number is? No. 135. Yeah. That's some intensive knowledge yeah. there. And according to the animators, it was harder to draw Lila with two eyes than one eye. That's funny, yeah. I'd imagine by this point, they're so used to drawing her. Yeah, that it's like, uh, okay. Oh, and apparently, according to the commentary, Matt Groening's favorite sound is... Remember when her eye was getting drawn on with the marker? Yes. That's Matt Groening's favorite sound. Little squeaky marker? Yep. Uh, what you got for fun facts? Um, not a lot, really. Um, if you paid attention on uh, the door to Prime Bender's apartment, there's a, news clip pipper, uh, sorry, a newspaper clipping... About Fry hanging on the door that says primitive human found in cryotube. I saw that. Yeah. Oh. Now, is that like, is that a future one or is that a past one? I'm assuming it's a future one. Like from the year 3000. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm trying to, I feel like I had something else, but. Oh, and of course, let's not forget Tom Kenny does the voice of Adelaide. Yes, that's true. That's SpongeBob, right? SpongeBob, yes. Uh, and also, uh, was it the guy who does Scruffy? Yes. Um, he does the uh, Tom Kenny. He does the voice of the blind kid. Huh. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. That has been our show. Thank you, Marty and the Arrogant Zerber, for letting us use your website. Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, you can check out my other podcast, Cinema Gems, every Friday. This is released every other Sunday. All right, guys, you can find us on LowerEndPictures.com, like I said, and you can email us at CinemaGems15 at Gmail, on Facebook, uh, iTunes, and also you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram on Holland Sci-Fi. Jim, you got anything else before we head out? That's it for me, Admiral. All right, guys, wipe your hooves and see you later. Bye.